Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, August 6th. Field of Meditations. Today's scripture reading is found in Genesis chapter 24, verses 59 to 67 from the New Living Translation, which reads, So they said goodbye to Rebekah and sent her away with Abraham's servant and his men. The woman who had been Rebekah's childhood nurse went along with her. They gave her this blessing as she parted. Our sister, may you become the mother of many millions. May your descendants be strong and conquer the cities of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her servant girls mounted the camels and followed the man. So Abraham's servant took Rebekah and went on his way. Meanwhile, Isaac, whose home was in the Negev, had returned from Ba'er Lahar Roi, and one evening, as he was walking and meditating in the fields, he looked up and saw the camels coming. When Rebekah looked up and saw Isaac, she quickly dismounted from her camel. Who is that man walking through the fields to meet us? she asked the servant. And he replied, It is my master. So Rebekah covered her face with her veil, and then the servant told Isaac everything he had done. And Isaac brought Rebekah into his mother Sarah's tent, and she became his wife. He loved her deeply, and she was a special comfort to him after the death of his mother. Isaac, meaning laughter, went out to meditate in the fields. As I read through this chapter of Genesis in Hebrew recently, I was surprised when I came to this line for the simple reason I knew the line in English with the word meditate, and I expected it to be what is the somewhat standard Hebrew word for meditate, with which I was familiar. The somewhat standard word for meditate in Hebrew is chagah, and literally imitates the sound of a lion consuming its prey, or of a dog over a bone. You know, that, that low, guttural, inarticulate growl, the yeah, cat's purring would, would accomplish the same effect. Making the parallel with the low human growl of quietly but intensively reciting something to yourself as you focus on it. The way you might do before a really important speech, you verbalize it to yourself and what amounts to something of a low growl as you rehearse it, probably pacing back and forth. But this isn't that word. This isn't chaga. Isaac wasn't out rehearsing a speech or regurgitating a presentation. He was out wandering in his wanderings. At least, that's what the actual Hebrew word in Genesis 24:63 that occurs one time, only there, seems to mean. Isaac set out purposely to wander, a.k.a. to get lost out in the field. The Hebrew word means to take a walk, more specifically, to wander about, especially on account of religion, as the old lexicon reads. There are fields of possibilities, fields of abundance, dark fields of violence, churning fields of controversies, and also fields where we can get lost so we may find ourselves, or in this case, the bride, who represented the next season of his life in the wake of his mother's recent death, who was already, that is, the wife, on the way to meet him. Oh, the things we may find when we set out to wander about with no destination in mind. So much of our travel is functional and utilitarian. Siri, take me to fill in the blank. 
We know where we are and we know where we want to go and we'll always choose the route that's 21 minutes long instead of 22. And if it's a frequent destination, we'll follow a route which we can travel without even thinking about it or really even seeing anything as it passes by as we zone out along the well-worn path, sort of like cows out in the pasture. When I first moved to the land where I live, I shared it with a herd of cows, observes Barbara Brown Taylor in her book, Alter in the World, another personal fave and repeated go-to read for me. The first thing I noticed about them, she said, was that they were pure white. The second thing I noticed was how predictable they were. With a hundred acres at their disposal, they had worn narrow paths across those acres to their favorite watering holes, shady spots, and clover patches. When they wanted to get from one of those places to another, they lined up single file and followed the tracks they had made across vast expanses of pasture. Some of those tracks were no more than eight inches wide, which is about one-fourth the width of a cow. Yet the cows knew exactly where to put their feet without even looking. Since I found myself following these same tracks when I walked the land, I think I understand something about why the cows use them. In most cases, the tracks mark the shortest route from point A to point B. Where they don't, that's because the cows have found ways to get where they're going without expending too many calories. In these cases, the tracks avoid both steep climbs and dicey descents, choosing long stretches under leafy trees wherever possible. So how about we all utter one loud collective because this is us, efficient, direct, on track. I mean, who has the time to wander? And there's his hand from the back of the class as laughter, Isaac or Yitzhak shouts, um, I do. Because Isaac went out to wander in the fields on account of religion, AKA to muse on the deeper realities of his life as a stranger in this strange land. Barbara Brown Taylor calls it the practice of getting lost. It doesn't make it onto many of our lists of spiritual practices, but it's a thing. Specifically, an Isaac thing. The French have a word for this, Taylor observes, when someone goes for a walk with no particular destination in mind, willing to go wherever the wind blows him, that person is a flaneur. I think I'm saying that right, a flaneur. Apologies to French people if I'm butchering that. A flaneur. He saunters, he strolls, he takes, a, he takes a right out of his apartment building one day, having taken a left yesterday. He walks until the smell of fresh bread leads him to make his first turn down a street side with a bakery. He continues to walk with a fresh Danish in his hand until a jogger turns right at the next light, so the flaneur does too, going about half a block before he finds himself in front of a stamp and coin store that has always intrigued him. Since he is a flaneur, he has time to go in. We spend so much of our lives getting lost, says Taylor. We may as well make it part of the plan. Perhaps you've tried and failed at more intuitively devotional practices like designated times of prayer and journaling and diligently reading through the Bible in a year. How about just trying to get lost and then seeing what you see, where the wind carries you, what conversations you might stumble into on the inside or on the outside or both, what discoveries you might make. Who knows? Perhaps you'll even discover treasure hidden in a field. 
How about we follow up with a reading today of what turned out to be another rather momentous walk in Scripture from Mark chapter 1, verses 16 through 20. One day as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I'll show you how to fish for people. They left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, Jesus saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat repairing their nets. He called them at once, and they also followed him, leaving their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men. Now, pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, perhaps as you step out to get lost during a walk. Isaac wandered in the field. Jesus wandered along the lake. Both ambled right into their future in the form of a wife for the one and his first four followers for the other. What have you found by walking for walking's sake? When's the last time you intentionally got lost just to see what new things you might encounter along the way? Why do we tend to resist this so? Lord, Lead me in the holy art of getting lost and finding you in unexpected faces and places. Let me be less like a predictable bovine, more like a curious image-bearer of the divine. As I wander and wonder, as Isaac did in that field of meditations, through your Spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen. Amen.